What if humans laid eggs? What if humans laid eggs? What if humans laid eggs? And welcome back to uh, this week's, this month's episode of uh, <laughs> Last Podcast. No, not Last Podcast. That's something I've been listening to. What if humans laid eggs? <laughs> I am your first host, Sam. I am the second host, Jack. And I'm the third host, Tim. Oh, what, hi, a, Tim. what a strong intro that was by Sam. Tried to say yeah, whatever, totally however often we do these things now and then got the podcast name wrong. <laughs> Probably yeah. an indication of how regularly we're doing it at the moment. Yeah, it's yeah, been a I bit think... of a stint of uh, no podcast, hasn't it? What's it happened? I, I think we should just, once a month, like I said a few days ago, if we can't do once a month, then there's something wrong with us. I, yeah, think, we should, I think we should aspire to more regularly. I but we know the I've... full back is there of once a month. I think let's go for once every two weeks, but may have a bare minimum of once a month. Yeah. Oh, right, Somewhere okay. in the two-week to monthly threshold. Like, what what else are we doing? What could we possibly <laughs> yeah. have been doing? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You have to be in the mood for it. You definitely have to be in the mood for it. Yeah. And sometimes you just you just not. Just CBA. Yeah. I feel that. You just... But, I mean, to to the listeners who have stuck with us, who are, like, starving for content, <laughs> just know, just know that twice a week, aspirational. Once a month... No, twice a month, aspirational. Once a month is... That's our guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. That is the willy guarantee right there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we tried to do better, but we'll we'll always settle with less than better. Guaranteed monthly willy. (laughs) Yeah, monthly willy. That Um, we can guarantee. Yeah, something we can all dream. Yeah, that's the only. Yeah, I mean, there's like you know, there's an aspirational level of willy we're going for here, but yeah, just know that we are trying our hardest. It's just. It's just difficult. We're trying our hardest to give you you as much willy as physically possible. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm we'll enjoying. Put our willy, put our willy minds together, and we'll beam out some solid hour-long willy. <laughs> once Sometimes a month. it's hard, you know. You're trying to come up with, you know, content for willy, and you just there's no content left. You're empty. Your willy is empty. <laughs> yeah, and because it's so long after the last episode, you forget what your last thing was. Mm. So you might have a good idea, and then think, oh no, I swear we've done that. <laughs> and I, 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 I'm not. One thing I stand against is re-listening to old episodes. Absolutely. I can't do it anymore. It's too painful. <laughs> so I just never know. I will re-listen but, um, to some so, at some point, but not yet. I sometimes do. In the if I if I know it was a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how have you guys been? Any news? Uh, oh, I actually have very exciting news. I've started to learn the violin. I, yeah, you I, told we knew that, didn't didn't you? Uh... Yeah, but last time well, I he was planning one, on. I hadn't actually, yeah. oh. hadn't actually got one. 
So and now um, it has begun. I, I got given one by my family, uh, an old one, and I took it to a violin shop and I was like, "Can you repair this? Because it's got a little hole in it." And he was like, "Mate, there's a lot more wrong with this than just a little hole. <laughs> there's yeah, your pegs are ruined, your sound post is off." Your, your strings are God knows how old. He was like, I don't even recognise these like brand of strings. <laughs> and, I, and I pulled some out of the packet and I was like, yeah, look, they're from this shop. And it was like 1920s sort of like oh. packaging. And I was like, oh God, this is really old. <clears throat> this is a so, really old violin. <clears throat> then I had to buy a new one. Uh, but just like a new beginner's one. That was cheap oh. and getting the old one repaired. And then I mm. told my grand this, and she was like, oh, well, it was my fault it got such disappear since I left it in my loft for 80 years. So she's going to pay for the repairs. So winner, winner, chicken dinner. Can oh, I nice. have two violins. Violin. Um, Tim, yeah. do you want to um, quickly play us some? Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, go on, please. <laughs> Just cool. a little bit. A little exclusive of your... I, just, is that, take, I can see it, it behind you. It would you. take a long while. I've got to go get it. I've got to get it all is it, is, it is, is that not it there behind you? No, no. That's a, uh, that's a guitar. That's not mine. Yeah. Uh, when I can do it, I'll give you a preview. But um, I'm four lessons in, so it's quite painful. <laughs> oh, okay. Still in the well, I, I want to hear it. I love, cat I love a good stage, bit about it. it. It's it's yeah it's still thoroughly in the dying cat stage, but mm-hmm. uh, it's getting progressively less dying. That's good. Do you have the the wax that you had to put on the strings? Uh, it's called rosin, and it's not wax. Yeah, that's it's it. It's actually sap, the sap of a pine tree. Mm. <laughs> that's such a, a disapproving <laughs> sound you made that sound. <laughs> 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 So that's what I've been Fucking doing. What have you boys been doing? Uh, I haven't done um, very much, so we'll just skip on to Sam. <laughs> you had a birthday. Oh, yeah, I'm older now. Oh, yeah. You're how old? How old? Oh, well, you know, 173. Excellent age. Uh, it's yeah. It's really the prime when you get to that point, yeah. But how does it feel to be the age of... 25. It's, it's, <laughs> well, it's, it's very... Uh, I, have, I have issues with ageing <laughs> as it is. <laughs> does, it, does it feel... Cause, I mean, 25 is obviously, like, young yeah. by anyone's standards. Yeah. yeah. But it feels... I mean, I'm 24 and that feels like... 25 shit, feels I've got six years. a lot more serious than 24 did yeah which in turn felt a lot more serious than 23 i just feel like it's going to feel more serious every time and um, i don't like it i want it to stop i think it's no. <laughs> it's sort of that the first five years of your 20s are kind of like you're so young and you're like ah it doesn't really matter what they're doing you know they're just like doing nothing because they're 23 and just out of uni mm. but when you're like on the next five years and if you're still doing the same, like, nothing, then someone's going to be like, oh, we're 28, and they uh, still don't do anything. You'll be like, oh, God, <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not cool anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is this is oh, my God. reality now. Um, <laughs> we're all depressed. It's, it's a great time. I'm loving it. <laughs> but for a 25-year-old, you're doing pretty well. Yeah, you're say. smashing in 25. Yeah. Doing all right. But then I'm like, have I? Maybe I didn't piss around enough in my first five years of my twenties. So, 
I don't know, Jack, because I, I knew you um, during your first five yeah, years of you your 20s, and I would it. say you did definitely do your fair share of pissing around. Yeah, well, that's good some, then. Some fair amount of pissing. Uh-huh. I did. It feels so. crazy, yeah, because I've, I've known you since you were 18. Indeed. And now you're 25. <laughs> a long time. Seven years. What do you think? This should have been my question. I mean, what do you think 18-year-old Sam and or Tim would have thought of 25-year-old Jack? Probably he's a boring oh. shit. <clears throat> nah, probably. I mean, you like... are you're the same in all the good ways. I would say. What? You're you're the same in all of the good ways. That's good then. Yeah. Yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah, you're pretty similar. This has just turned I mean, into like know. a public praise giving session now. You are <laughs> you are very similar to eighteen year old Jack in some ways, but you're also a marked improvement on eighteen year old Jack. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, you'd hope yeah, so, to model. be honest, yeah. I would say, Tim, uh, you probably changed the most since you were that sprightly little 18-year-old boy yeah. running down the stairs, extending your hand to me when I was trying to open my door with all my shopping. <laughs> like, hi, I'm Tim. Hi, I'm, I'm like, Tim. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? Yeah. Well, you know, go. you get older. I think I was quite immature when I was 18. <laughs> I think I'm still fairly immature now, but I've definitely matured a bit. Some maturing has happened. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's safe to say. (laughs) It's only only natural. Yeah. Sam's just the same all over. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty consistent, (laughs) you know. You've got more of a beard now than you did back then. That's true. That's true. Your hair's probably Um, slightly better kept. I'm just describing what you look I've like. I've got a right lot now. more grey hairs. I notice a good few grey hairs each morning. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. 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 Just the one strand. It's not like... It's not mm. like a... Uh, I don't know. Mm. But... Yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty much yeah. the same. I feel like I've done... I've exceeded all expectations, <laughs> I, would, I would say. <laughs> uh, Myself. I'm, do, I'm doing all right. Yeah. You're, you're doing good. great, Sam. You're smashing it. We're smashing, all smashing it. Yeah. Smashing life. Yeah. We've got a podcast. Yeah. Look at us. We're the, the hosts of an award-winning podcast. You know, it's great. <laughs> doing great. Oh, Jack, what are the numbers? Oh, the numbers. What have been the numbers since we last checked? Um, I will... I mean, they must have gone down. I, I will, I'll check after the recording, because I, I can't be asked Ooh. to right now. Oh, fuck. Might be some surprises. That's a fair statement. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I think it's uh, is it time we got on with the show? Is it, is it time for section number one? I th- yeah, I think it might. Unless be. you want to hear about my paintings. Oh, I do want to the hear paintings. About paintings. Let's hear about the paintings. Well, I've, I've been doing a lot more painting lately. I got a whole bunch of new canvases and hobbycraft. How mm-hmm. exciting! Um, and I've done I've done a bunch. But the two main ones are my portrait of Sean having a pint. I saw that one. And Kim having a a, a sort of a melancholic stare. <laughs> <laughs> what kind um, of paint? So those two are acrylic, but I've got a, I've got loads of oils that I want to mm. get back at because oils are just really really difficult. Yeah. Oils are hard because it never dries, and you have to be really good at like blending the colours. Otherwise, it all just turn a shitty brown colour. Mm. Or you just... It just doesn't look right. Yeah. So I need to practice more with oils. But acrylic's easy peasy. Yeah. So I've just been using those lately. 
I love acrylic mm. paints. I think they're great. Have you, have yeah, you got to, yeah. to work on your painting of me yet, Sam, with the sword? See, I might not do the sword. I might do the one with you in the brandy glass. Ah, uh, okay. Unintentionally, because I painted Sean with a beer, Kim with a glass of wine, and uh, now I'm going to paint you with... Yeah. And I'm going to paint each each of you with a different alcoholic drink. That makes doing sense. Doing an interesting pose. Mm. I might, I might, I might include the sword somehow. I think the sword needs to make an appearance. Like an Somewhere. homage, maybe. Yeah. Like a sword in the background. Like, I don't know. All right, I'll see what I can maybe do. Maybe a different drawing it comes in, painting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. A commission. A private commission. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's it. That's all I've been doing that is of relative interest. That's of sick. Note. Nice. Yeah. I love art. I think art's a great thing to be spending your time doing during this time. Yeah. Yeah, man, might as well. What if humans laid eggs? Right, so what are we calling this new segment? Um, Sam's segment of sexy and surreptitious sausage. I was just going to call it segment the first, yeah. but I prefer Tim's. <laughs> Let's not go with what Tim said. <laughs> segment the first. Segment the first. <laughs> All right, so... Um, Again, I just sort of hurried this together in the sort of like the last minutes of work before we record this. But I think it's a good one. I think it's, I don't think we've done anything like this, but. (laughs) No, not but. So. (laughs) So. (laughs) So. um, So I I love a good map. Oh, who doesn't? Maps, fucking great. End of story. I love a good map. <laughs> Not so long ago, I bought a map. This... I love maps. What really? What was the map? Yeah, tell it us. Was, it was a map for my sister because it was a cool old map of the world. And I didn't mm. know what to get her for her birthday, so I bought her a cool Ooh. old map of the world. And it looked really cool. Nice. No, nice. See, I want to get... At the moment, I've got my map of America in front of me, Yeah. which I've had for years. And I want to get a map of the UK because... I realise my knowledge of the UK, like, geography-wise, is really, really poor. Mm. Is it? Like, oh. I, I've never known where Lincoln was. Ah, it's in Lincolnshire. Like, yeah, but I, even then I couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't point it out on a map. I couldn't. Whereas I, I can easily point out Albuquerque, New Mexico on a map of America, mm. but not Lincoln in the UK. I bet and I can so point I'm it out. So I'm buying... Yeah, I mean, I, I think I've got a rough guess. It's, it's sort of near, sort of Ipswich, right? <laughs> Not at Near t- Ipswich? No. All right, fine. <laughs> like, then I have no idea. Ipswich is in Essex, I think. No, Suffolk. Uh, Suffolk. Or one of them. Is it not near there? Well, not really. It's all, it's above Norwich, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not be- getting sidetracked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck it. This doesn't matter. On, this does not on. matter. So I want, to buy, I want to buy a map of the UK. Okay. And I found a really, really nice one and I've ordered it. Love it. And I was sort of looking at a map of the UK mm. and I started to think, ah, oh. it made me think of Jack's thing he has on his phone where... Ah, oh, yeah, all the places I've been. Puts, mm. Yeah, you, you put in all the places you've been and it shows you a map of all the places you've been and it's really cool. Yeah. And I was thinking, oh, I've been to some really cool places in the UK. I've been to some really cool cities in the UK. Mm. So I've made my... Top ten list of the coolest cities I've been to in the UK. Oh, bloody hell! And then I also found some other lists 
that other people think are the coolest cities in the UK. Ah, okay. Nice. I like this. Ah. I like this. I want to know what you think are the coolest cities in the UK that you've been to. Okay. So, I'm going to read off the Condé Nast Traveller top ten list. Mm-hmm. Okay. Starting from the bottom. Starting from number ten. From number ten. Liverpool. Nice. See, I've been to Liverpool. Yeah. I would put it up way higher. But they've gone with Liverpool at the bottom. Never then been. Brighton. You've never been to Liverpool? No, I've never been to Liverpool either, actually. Oh, well, yeah, it's, um, it's, a, it's, it's kind of like Southampton, but better. Yeah. But a lot, a lot better. I feel like that's, that's the hard. vibe I get, yeah. <laughs> well, in the, in, the, in, the, in the sense that it's like a, a coastal mm. town. Yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. of history, blah, 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 blah. Brighton, another place I've never been to. Oh, Brighton's sick. I love Brighton. Brighton's fun. Yeah, it seems really nice and quaint. Yeah. But also, you could probably have a bit of fun there as well. Yeah. Bath. Bath is fucking boring. Bath, <laughs> Bath is a shitty, shit, shit bit of place. I completely disagree. Boring. I've had um, many, many happy times in Bath. My friend went to uni in Bath, so I went and saw him a lot. And um, it's got loads of really nice old pubs. It's got yeah. some clubs which aren't great, but they're kind of tragic in the way that yeah. some Southampton You kind of were. want, yeah. And it's not too far to walk in the countryside, so mm. I'm a big fan of I'll Bath. admit, I do it's like a Bath. beautiful place. It is really it's beautiful. beautiful. It, is a, it is, like, aesthetically, it's beautiful, but I'm talking about cool. <laughs> oh, I guess, yeah, your question yeah. was cool, and it's, it's, it is it's not, not cool. cool. It's no. very it's not where cool. You go, it's where you go with your grandparents for, like, a nice Sunday... Sunday roast in, yeah. you know. I mean, my granddad did October. live in Bath for the first 16 years of my life, so that really reinforces that See? fact, doesn't it? Yeah. There you go. That's fair. It's a it's, fusty old place. It's not cool. Mm. But it is nice. It's, it, it's like all of the uh, the listed, like every building in Bath is like a listed building. One cool way. thing about Bath is the only place I've ever gone where after the club shuts, there's a Chinese takeaway that's open and you can just go in and order like noodles or like just like a single or couple of like Chinese dishes and they give it to you to eat straight away so it's like Chinese street food and it's oh. open straight after the clubs and it's all delicious <laughs> so that's cool see that I mean you probably get that in most places not in Southampton <laughs> yeah not no, not no. so much Chinese food yeah good point <clears throat> next is Cardiff which I again I think should be much higher Cardiff's a fucking great night out just because it's one of those towns that's got a lot of history. It's a bit like Bristol. No, it's not like Bristol at all. <laughs> no, it, it can be because it's got. Is it similar to Bristol? I would say it, it's it's not as cool as Bristol, but it's similar to it's Bristol. Bristol-esque. Yeah, it's... I, I quite enjoyed. I went to Cardiff at Christmas yeah. and went to the Christmas markets and then got really drunk in one of the pubs and yeah, it was fun. Everyone was having a great yeah. time. Yeah, it gives me yeah yeah. I like going to Cardiff around this time of the year because it's just. All the little sort of old pubs and the nice arcades that you can walk down mm. and all the lights. It's really, really nice. I like Cardiff. Uh, York. I've been to York, but only for a uni open day and it was really, really disappointing. Never mm. been. Too far. Yeah. See, the north scares me. Northern, <laughs> northern cities scare me. Join the club. Because a lot of these lists have like Newcastle. And I'm yeah. like, oh. I've always wanted how to Newcastle go. just sounds. Yeah, same. Yeah, apparently it's a really good night out, but yeah. I just it terrifies me. <laughs> and I don't know why. Such a uh, Cambridge, which is 
basically like a posh Oxford. Well, Oxford's already the same. posh, yeah. They're kind of on a level. Just yeah, and Cambridge nice. is posher because it's it's closer to like the really nice bits of Suffolk and yeah. Yeah, I think what's di- the difference between Cambridge and Oxford? And I was talking to my sister who went to Cambridge. She said the difference is that Cambridge is basically just more of a student <coughs> town. Doesn't really have have a town around it. Yeah, but Oxford's a bit yeah, more it's a town really... around it. What was that you? I was talking to you, Jack. I can't remember. I don't know. One of them. One of them. But yeah. One of us. Yeah. Yeah, Cambridge is really like out in the middle of nowhere. The closest towns are London and Norwich, and they're both like two hundred miles away. <laughs> so it's not really slight but, exaggeration. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Glasgow, in at number uh, four. I had a great time in Glasgow, and I only went there once, so mm. I would say it's cool. Nice. Mm. Yeah. London, obviously. London's got to be. But that should be list. way higher. London has to be number one. Well, I don't but think we'll it get has to that. To What's one? London at? On this list, three. This is number three on this. Okay. The Condé Naste Traveller. Oh, the Condé Naste must Then be. Oxford. Nice. Which, nice. Oxford's a fucking good town. Yeah. I like Oxford. <laughs> and number one, what do you think number one is? That's Bristol. Leeds? Jack, what do you think it is? Leeds, maybe? No. Condé Naste Traveller voted Edinburgh as their top oh, coolest city. Oh, yeah. well, to be fair, it's pretty I've never good. been to yeah. Edinburgh. No, neither. says I'd bloody love it, and I yeah. do want to go, so I can't really speak for it. But yeah. Bristol wasn't even on that list, which I think is Bristol wasn't even on that list. Unfair. Bath was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you want to hear my top ten real quick? Yeah, yeah. let's do yours. Just rattle through right. them. Let's, let's hear them. I'll rattle through it. So number ten, Winchester. It's a really nice queue. Yeah. You've got to have some variation. They don't all they don't all have to be massive cities. Yeah. Yeah. Manchester. Hmm. Never been. Because go. I've only been to Manchester once, and that was with Jack. Yeah, that's the only time I've been. So you went to Although we went from Yeah. Yeah, we we saw the one of the games in the twenty nineteen World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good time. But we went from Airbnb to Cricket Ground. <laughs> it's back, back to, to Airbnb. Uh, Airbnb. <laughs> We went to one Man United support. We went to one, like, dirty little cafe. Yeah. <laughs> for, some, for some food. We were going to go out after the game. That was the plan. But we absolutely... But we, like shit. We, we really fucked it. Because we just got drunk <laughs> so so hard, so quickly. And then we were like, absolutely smashed at 1pm. And the game finished at, like, 7. So by that point, we'd be, like, yeah. sustaining it and slowly, like, coming down for, like, yeah. six hours. Yeah, we were, like, we were crashing hard. so tired. Just went, went <laughs> It's sort of when... That's when you're, like, your body is drunk. Your mind is completely sober. Yeah. And you have, like, the headache of the the following hangover. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not the good It's time. just an awful yeah. place to be. Um, but Manchester, when we were driving back in the taxi, mm. like... It looked really nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> like, that, that place like we got brunch we at the next day was, like... It felt very, like, bougie and cool as well. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. No, it, it does. It feel, it's very, yeah. like, kind of Norwich... Kind of Bristol-y. Yeah. Sort yeah. of... That kind of vibe. We that. need to go back and... Um, we definitely do. Make up for do our it. poor display. <laughs> yeah. But Manchester is, is there because of its potential. Yeah. Um, then Bournemouth... Because Bournemouth is nice. Uh, it's got a beach. I would say it's that cool, though. Lots of old people go there. It's pretty cool. Die. <laughs> no, no. Because Bournemouth has the unis. 
It's got like Bournemouth Arts College. It does. But I feel like it's also got a lot of old people. In my mind, yeah. I think it's probably because we went to Southampton, but I always thought Bournemouth was just a shitter version of Southampton. And Southampton <laughs> was already pretty shit. <laughs> no, they're totally different places. They're totally different places. Like, Portsmouth is the shit. No, Portsmouth is the shit Southampton. Yeah. And Bournemouth is the shit Brighton. Right, okay. Yeah, that makes more sense. Like, putting it like and that, that yeah. aligns. But yeah. bear in mind, this is just the list of places I've been to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, then Swansea. Swansea's cool, but it's it's kind of, it's just, it's the city is crackheady. The city is very, very heroiny, but the <laughs> beaches are nice. So it go it it goes on the list. <laughs> oh God. We're just being uh, so low-key offensive for this entire section. <laughs> slagging off entire cities. Swansea. Oxford. Oxford. Uh, uh, is Oxford only at six? Number six, yeah. You cretin. Well, just wait to hear the ones that rang above it. Because then we got Bristol. Mm-hmm. And Bristol's fucking great. Yeah. And you put that where? Number five? <laughs> Yeah, you just triggered me and Tim in such yeah. short succession. <laughs> what did you think was gonna happen? Well, okay, Sorry. yeah, let's let's hear it. Let's hear it. Sorry, just looking at that one, I will actually. Oh, he's I'll got put... an ice cream van. Is that ice cream van? Oh yeah, that's the, the fuck? That's the one that comes down the road at eight at six thirty every day. Six thirty in mid October. In October, yeah. it has. <laughs> it's been coming down since February. I don't understand it. I think it's a front, but that's. Yeah, I had yeah. bought an ice cream from be. there, and it was very nice. But yeah. in the heat of summer, that's also where you can buy yeah, single cigarettes for like fifty p when you're thirteen. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna swap. I'm gonna put Cardiff in at fifth and Bristol in at fourth. There right. we go. I like that. I think you'd nice. you'd make more friends saying that. <laughs> yeah, because Bristol, like, I've I've been to Bristol like a good. Like. I've probably been to Bristol a good like five times hmm. like as in like a night out like a day out and a night out yeah since I was like 18 yeah which confirms it is solid hmm. but I, I don't think I've been there enough to like truly appreciate everything it's got to offer mm. fair yeah fair I don't think I have so, either but you've, you've been living there for like two years <laughs> what two years been living there for one Four. year and oh, one year half of that year was in lockdown uh, and shut down yeah, <laughs> All right, and then we've got London because, you know... It's got to be on the list, really. Yeah. It's got to be London, you know, it's the... It's an ins- it's insanely big. Mm. It is ridiculous. And there is yeah. so much to do. There is there is something for everyone in London. Yeah. I, I f- truly believe that. Except yeah. the nature lovers. No, you got you got the parks. you got you got massive, massive parks. Yeah, but they're not like... They're just parks, what about yeah, but for, for a massive, massive city, like, it's probably got the most greens, I'm not making this stat up, but it's, <laughs> it must have, it must have the most green space per square mile. It's got a lot more than others, but I don't think it has the most. No. I, I still, it could have a lot less. It could. <laughs> it could I mean, it could, well. to be fair, yeah. So if you like nature, you got the, what's that, commune by Heathrow? The Nutters Commune. Yeah, you have that. If you if you really love nature and you really love London and you want to find a way to reconcile those two quite disparate um, wants, then you got the fucking Commune <laughs> by Heathrow. <laughs> Boom. Uh, next is Liverpool, because Liverpool's fucking great. Yeah. 
It's got that nice old-timey feel, but mm-hmm. also very modern. A lot of history. Football. Beatles. Uh, that's probably about it. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what do you think my number one top city is that I've been to, that you know I've been to? Sam, if, it's, New- if it's Newport, I'm going to kill you. It's it's not Newport. <laughs> okay. It's not Newport. Um, well, Edinburgh is not on that list. No, I've not been to Edinburgh. Ah. Is it Southampton? Oh fuck no! <laughs> okay, Jesus. I just like Southampton's a shithole. Uh, yeah. Leeds. Uh, no, I've not been to Leeds. Ah. I I don't know where. Oh, you each have one more guess. Uh, j- oh, Jack. <sighs> Play the game, uh-huh. come on, it's a podcast. Oh, 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 Dublin, Dublin. <laughs> That's not in the no, UK. No, it's not Dublin, not been to Dublin. Um, yeah, it's it not is? in the UK. No, it's Ireland. No. Uh, I'm trying to think of... Uh, <laughs> I can't think of any cool cities left that you that Belfast. you might have been to. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> right, well, it is Norwich. Oh. Because oh. Norwich is a cool town. Do you not, do you, do you I don't agree? think I'd put it number one, but it is a cool place, yeah. Yeah. I well <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I um I've never been to Norwich and I don't so I don't really know what to say. I don't think it would be cooler than Bristol though. Bristol's got tons of street art and stuff everywhere. Yeah, well think it's bigger than it's bigger than Bristol. Norwich. Bigger isn't always better though. No, Bri- yeah, Norwich well, is very much it. not bigger than Bristol, just so you know. <laughs> it is bigger than Bristol. No, it's not. I don't, don't, no, yes, Bristol it is. Big. Sam, Bristol oh, is massive. It's not as big. <laughs> it's about the same size, if anything. It's about Southampton sized in terms of population. Oh, I'm looking this up. Right, the oh, thing. okay, okay. Here we go. I've, I've triggered it now. <laughs> I'm, I'm disappointed in your collective harumph at Norwich because Norwich is a really cool town, and you've been there enough. Jack, no, I, I'm not. Dis- I'm not disputing that so much. I'm just pointing out that you were saying something that's completely wrong. I just haven't been. I've not been to Norwich, so I don't have a leg to stand on. Sadly, um, it is nice. It's cool. Know, it's it's a, lots of pubs. It lots is of a cool old. city. Yeah. I trust yeah. you trust your ranking so much that I will make sure I go before I die. Ah, there you go. That's good. <laughs> I think. Yeah. So what what would what would you say is your favourite city? I'm not gonna make you do a ten city list. Hmm. I don't know. It's a good question. I, mean, I do really like Oxford, to be fair. And I could tell after moving here, after we we're in Southampton for four years. I like moved here, and I I could just you could feel it in the air that it's just a cooler city than Southampton is. I mean, it's not hard, but you could tell. Oh, I really like Oxford as well. I was talking to you about this, Jack, when we went away. Yeah, but yeah. I I really like Oxford. I do think it's, I think it's quite cool in the fact that it's so old, and you walk around, and all the pubs are like older than America, and you like look at the building, they're all gorgeous. You just yeah. like this is. You can feel like it's got a cool vibe going on. There's lots of young yeah. students who are probably really smart going and doing smart things. <clears throat> it's got that kind of cool vibe. So I agree. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, Oxford is Oxford. Oxford is really nice, but I don't. I mean, I've been there a few times only to see you, Jack. Yeah, and I don't know because we've not. Have we ever really gone like into the middle of Oxford? Yeah, we have, but that was the drunkest of all the pub crawls we've done. 
So. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's probably why I don't remember yeah. it. You took so, a, like a picture of the um, the Radcliffe camera. I remember you taking that. That was about the last solid memory I have of that night. Like <laughs> the what? It's like the big round big thing. The big building. circular round. Oh thing. yeah. Like really oh yeah. We did, oh, I remember that really awkward, that small pub with the small yeah. doorways and yeah, the small that's ceilings. Near it. Yeah. And then we went further yeah. in from there. Well, that's pretty centre. So. Hmm. Yeah. I just don't. I don't think Oxford's the coolest though. I think the coolest place that I've been. I know I'm probably biased, but I just think it is Bristol. It's got, <laughs> it's got a lot of cool things going on. Both you know, of Bristol us is just been like, where are we living now? We'll go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Bristol, yeah, I, I, I do. But I do Bristol. think Edinburgh, from by the sounds of it, would definitely from, be... From everything I've heard, well. I'm like, I do need to go to Edinburgh because it sounds sick. Yeah. What if humans laid eggs? Right. Young Master Jack, your turn. It is my turn on segment the second. Um... (laughs) Jackie's seggy of sexy sausage and Salazar Slytherin. That's the one. You need to stop doing that. (laughs) Tim, you have a problem. (laughs) Uh, It's not going to happen. Yeah. I feel like this is maybe a more serious topic than what we oftentimes discuss on a a special episode of willy we got a a special episode where we're not all just chatting shit even though we probably will chat shit just be marginally more relevant (coughs) more useful um i want to talk today about climate change with you boys which as we all know is me thinking about climate change is a second full-time job on top of my first um Mm. And obviously, in with the David Attenborough stuff and just the world becoming more aware in general, it's it's fairly obvious that we're pretty bloody fucked. Um, yeah. So I wanted to know, but crucially, we're not set to being completely destroyed yet. There's like that little little glimmer of hope, getting further away. Um, so I want to know. How, if it was, uh, if if solving climate change was up to either of you, how would you start to go about fixing it? Go. Somehow, oh incredibly, somehow, Jack, you have managed to ruin, not ruin, <laughs> but you managed to, like, ruin my question by doing this question. It's, oh, really? It's, we should must we, have had, like, a brainwave. Should we, no, no, no. should we? Should we roll ours? Is it the ours, exact same question? Should we question? roll ours no. in together and then make a massive section? Or yeah, okay, we could do that. Yeah, we could do that. Okay. So I, I, this this will amaze you. I have a very well thought out answer to this. Ah, so here we go. My my question. Wait, if your if your answer's going to be good, should I go first? Get my shit answer out of the way. I yeah, but because but I can't give, follow your. Give you time to think. <laughs> well give me 10 minutes just to come up with how to solve climate change hey, yeah, come I'll on, Sam, come me... on it can't be that hard <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll just sing under these solve climate change whilst I'm listening to you um, yeah what was your okay, question well, you, going to be you, 
You Tim. can go first, Sam. You can okay. go first. Okay, and then Tim will describe oh, okay. his question when it's his and then, turn. And then, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. bounce from there. Yeah, okay. All right. Sounds good. So, um, solar panels. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Love it. Let's start with solar panels. It's a good start. Good start, good start. Yeah, that's the correct kind of attitude. You should, every government should, every country, every government should, in, should enforce eminent domain on like a shit ton of land, like hundreds and hundreds of square miles, just in their country, just all solar panels. Mm. Every building should have solar panels. Yep. Every house, every flat surface, everything that you doesn't need to be like, walked on. Yeah, every like spare bit of area in the whole country, in the whole world, mm. should have solar panels. Yeah. And that alone, I think, would seriously like put a dent in like the need for any other type of energy. Any other type I mean, of nominal. That alone energy. would be enough energy, like twenty times more energy than we need. Yeah, boom. There we go. Fucking solar panels. Boom. Also <laughs> You stop short-haul flights. You stop cars in cities. You increase the taxes that big um, companies... Or stop the um, the emissions charge... Uh, increase the emissions charges mm. that are imposed on big companies. And stop them from, like, swapping, like, trading their emissions, like, uh, quotas. So if they if they hit like the maximum point or, or if they if they have a surplus amount of um emit like emissions that they have left to whatever fucking emit they can't just like sell that to another company yeah, yeah so they yeah, can yeah, use yeah, their gotcha. non-transferable like, quotas yeah boom um that uh what else what else what else what else what else I don't know. Anything else would be little. I think if you just do those ones. Yeah. So your your focus is on transition to solar power. Massive, massive reform. Yeah, solar power is the main one. Yeah. And then regulation. Yeah. Tougher regulation. I think think that would work. I think that would work. But but why don't the politicians do it, Sam? Fucking money. Money. They don't do it for the money. And also because no one is ever going to vote in a party that says we're going to stop like short-haul flights. You just... It's not going to happen. Yeah. Why not? I'd vote for them, but the majority of the public would be like, no, I want to go to Spain on holiday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe you could go to Spain... You could, be, you could go to Spain. That's not necessarily short haul. Wait, that is short. That I'm is talking short. about like you London. You to Spain. That is short haul. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking about like the people who London to Edinburgh or like London to Paris. If you're, if you're going international more than... <laughs> if it, the flight has to be at least 500. No, at least... I think you could go to Spain. I think you couldn't go to France. I think an alternative plan would be um, you should just absolutely increase the price of flights by like five times mm. to make flights as expensive as they should really be because it's a huge amount of damage you're doing to the environment and you can get a return flight to Spain for £12. It's like, there's I don't think that's going to solve it. Yeah. Because you'll always have people who can afford it 
and it just means that those flights are still going to go ahead with less people on them. But you need to make sure that the money is like, <clears throat> then you impose huge taxes on air companies so they get lots of money, but they have to pay huge amounts of taxes, which you then have to spend on environmental policies. And nah, I don't know. I think any flight that less than a thousand miles, you can't do it. A flight has to be more than a thousand miles. That's the law, because they'll just find they'll just they'll just find ways around it. You have to be fucking stupid. This is the this is the world with this is the earth we're talking about. I love I love Sam's like yeah. He's arrived at the number and it is a thousand miles. It's a thousand that is how miles. far you can go. It's nice. That's how you, that's how far you have to in the go. world. Can't go further. Okay. So the the actual question that I was going to ask, which is exactly. You can almost use that as your answer, Sam, if you're saying you would spend your entire time trying to do that. <clears throat> the question I was going to ask is, if you were a supervillain, what would your villainous plan be? But my villainous plan was exactly that. It was to save the Earth by becoming basically an eco-dictator. <laughs> just, just every inch of land is solar panel. Except no, you for can't. it wasn't you can't quite move for solar panels. <laughs> it was. It wasn't exactly so focused on solar panels. There was a lot more um, uh, dark strategies. I was oh, going Lord. along more, more sort of villainous routes. Um, some... So, how to do the best thing in the worst way possible? Exactly. How to do? Well, not you. Don't have to be the best thing. How to do what you want to do most as a supervillain. But just do it in a villainous way, man. Oh, fuck. So I'll take you through my idea of how yeah, we you save the yeah. planet. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, first off, we need to recruit the leaders of all the sort of friendly, eco-friendly rebellion groups, such as Extinction Rebellion and people like them. Then we, uh, we kidnap David Attenborough and Greta Thunberg, <laughs> right? Once just those two. Just those just two. Those two. An unlikely pairing, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the oldest man and the youngest woman in the world. Exactly. You're hitting all the audiences, right? Everyone's listening to them, all range rangers. Yeah. Um, then you explain <laughs> no, your two. plan to use them to basically make your company, which I've named Evil Green, to make Evil Green, like, known as this super eco-friendly company that's going to save the world. So they're my front runners, my front <clears> men, <throat> David Ashborough and Greta Thunberg. Is it Thunberg? Thunberg. And then once we've got tons of backing and loads of uh, funding, we're just going to start like a secret, you know, offshore second company that just gets funded by us and their entire job is basically eco-terrorism so they just hire assassins ah. to take out people who don't believe in climate change they Blown sabotage yeah they, they sabotage like oil wells and stuff and eventually um i don't know that's about as far as i got just <laughs> <laughs> quick sidebar actually and you, you create anarchy <laughs> <laughs> have, have either of you seen a film called night moves no, no. It's really good. It's about a group of eco-terrorists oh. who uh, plan to blow up a dam. Oh. Mm. That sounds good. Yeah, you might like it. Yeah, I'll watch that. Yeah, that anyway. Good. 
So that would be my super villainous plan to save the world. And I think it, 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 I mean, ideally, it would work that after all the politicians who go against, you know, environmental things happen to end up dead, then everyone would be like, great, let's go for like environmental policies. And then they're kept because alive. It, because they're getting the hint. Because <laughs> they, they're getting yeah. the hint. <laughs> they're getting the massive hint. Yeah. But meanwhile, they might not believe it. Everyone like, hey, thinks... do you know what would be a good idea? <laughs> everyone just thinks that this company I've made is a great company, but they're actually funding, you know, all the terrorism. I think it would work. And I think it's a good idea. I might do this. <laughs> I think that's a really roundabout way to achieve your goal. Yeah. Especially considering you're a supervillain and could put, and could theoretically do anything. Mm. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I don't know. But politics <laughs> doesn't work. Doing it your way, Sam, is a great idea, but it doesn't work. Well, no, if I'm the leader, if I'm, you know, the supreme leader of the world, then fuck that it, who's, the who's there to say no? Well, yeah. That's exactly the point. Oh, yeah, fair. My point was, if you, if you create a world where everyone lives in fear of being assassinated for doing un-environmentally friendly things, and all the industries <coughs> that do it are destroyed, then you are the leader of the world, and then you can just do what you want. Mm. Yeah. So you, you both you, got the same. the same initial premise, but in different ways. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jack, what would you do? Don't, don't, don't hide away from the question. What, from yeah. the, is, is this the, the, the supervillain one? If you had ultimate control. Ultimate oh. control. Of... Combi- okay, so this is it. the climate-related things we're talking about now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, where have you been for the past 20 minutes? <laughs> well, Tim started talking about supervillains, and I got all confused. Um... <laughs> Wake up, Jack. <laughs> sorry, sorry, it's been a long day. Um... <laughs> well... Um, I've, I've been caught all off track by, by Tim, <laughs> Tim's villainous tales. Um, so, well, I mean, that they're, they're all fairly straightforward. Um, you need, you need, as David Attenborough in his most recent documentary that was more about him said, we need to rewild the earth and the, mm easiest way to do that is um to go dramatically reduce meat intake because at the moment like demand for meat is fueling a lot of the deforestation or because you're either cutting down trees to have fields to put your cows in or you're cutting down trees to grow crops and then a large percent of those crops are being fed to your cows, <clears throat> not to humans. So if you kind of get rid of the cow scenario, um, then I think it's something like, of all the land that's already been deforested, you only need half of it. Or like all the land that's been deforested and is currently crops, you only need half of it. So then you could reforest the other half. Um or do suitable green things, but reforesting is probably the best way to do it. Mm. The second second one is energy storage linked to a fully green energy system. Um, so 
yeah, yeah. Basically, you build a load of massive batteries all around the world, and then all the grids feed into them. And they're just like filling up and down, and like being the role of traditional fossil fuel plants, um, where when it's not windy or the sun isn't shining, then you just drain it out of the battery instead. Um, and there's and I like, think a lot of that will happen with yeah. electric cars. Yeah, that's the other thing, it's like, like microgridding. Yeah, microgridding. Yeah. Which that I think is fascinating well. and, a, and a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, because that also, uh, to go slightly nerdy on it, means you don't have to rebuild your entire energy infrastructure to deal with yeah, exactly. all these new sources and then also to deal with all the electric cars. It kind of like fixes itself in a way. Um, the third thing is immediately invest hundreds of billions of pounds in climate uh, carbon capture and storage stuff because we need to be not just en- carbon neutral, en- carbon negative. We need to be taking it out at this point to kind of have any chance. Um, so you need to be taking out like billions of tonnes of carbon out of the atmosphere from fairly soon. How do you do that? Uh, a number of different ways. Um, yeah, there's kind of... You, Can you burn it? Would that be dangerous to set fire it's, to it's it? It's too diffuse in the atmosphere because it's like yeah. 400 parts per million. So it's like out of a million atoms, 400 of them are carbon. So it's very low. But that's still quite a lot, um, especially when you consider the whole volume of the atmosphere, which would be like quadrillion um, liters, yeah. I guess, um, <laughs> of air. <laughs> so, yeah, you need to start doing that. Um, and that's either you either you like get it all out and then you compress it all and you shove it in like old oil fields or something. But that's not really economically viable so you i think they're developing ways where you can then get like a, a solid product out of it so you either basically you remake coal somehow but that's quite experimental or you just get out some solid carbony stuff that then could maybe yeah. it's a really big hoover right just hoover it all out yeah atmosphere. yeah just set up a hoover and uh i mean that is kind of part of it yeah <laughs> It's lots of big fans, <laughs> part of it. Would you do anything about the Great Pacific Garbage Patch? Uh, well, that's kind of sort of being fixed already through various schemes. It's not so... I mean, you do need to fix that, but the main issue is the plastic going into the sea. You've got to stop that. Um, mm. Because at the moment, it's like 30 billion tonnes of plastic go in the sea every year. Cause and effect. That's an effect, not yeah. cause. Yeah. Yeah. So... Definitely ban any disposable plastic. Oh, yeah. It, and... it makes me so upset going shopping nowadays. Like, even now, after, like, years of everyone knowing it's a problem, Sainsbury's is still, like, covering everything in yeah. plastic. You're like, what's wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, it doesn't need to be in plastic. It doesn't fucking, need to be it's plastic. It's pepper. Yeah. It's a fucking pepper. Just yeah. take it out the Put packet. it in a paper bag. It's true. It's so dumb. I mean, this yeah. is something that oil companies are beginning to pivot to. Because what is plastic made of? It's made of oil. So mm. now that like, yeah, well, uh, partly coronavirus driven, like petrol usage has plummeted and oil usage. So they're now trying to pivot more to like plastics 
as well as like public facing, they're all like, oh, we'll just make loads of wind turbines. And that'll be what we do now. They're like, also, we keep getting a load of oil and or gas and make a load of plastic with it. More plastic for everyone. Which is kind of like, yeah. once again, it's like, <coughs> it's, it's not it's not what you want to be doing. It's terrible. Down with ExxonMobil. Mm. They would be one of the, the top hitters on my eco-terrorist hit list would be to basically destroy ExxonMobil. You'd absolutely cripple them, would you? Fuck them. Big Texas oil giant, they deserve to go down. But if you, like me, were the supreme leader of the world, mm. would you not just break up the big big uh, yeah. energy companies? Well, yeah, yeah, you would, I guess. Well, I'm a supervillain, so I would destroy <laughs> so them. Blow them <laughs> Tim would destroy them. <laughs> blow up their headquarters. Me and, and Sam in our non... Well, Sam's an eco-dictator. I'm, I'm, I think I'm going yeah, for a Yeah, I'm doing more... things by the book, kind yeah. of. I'm probably doing things for the most by the book on the scale of by the bookness that we Would doing. you not just build a giant, um, um, like net around the sun and harness its energy? <laughs> I like and just it. Just have it trickle down into the into Earth because isn't it like a second of sun raw energy? Could power everything on Earth for like a million years or something. Yeah, yeah pretty probably. much. Yeah, it's like constant. Yeah, why don't you just fucking do that? Yeah, I mean, just well, do that. What you're trying to just do, plug into the sun. What you're just dis- <laughs> just get a big extension cord and just jam it in, and then just there we go. Just, there we go. Just just hone it. Just hone it. Yeah, just hone, <laughs> yeah, just just hone the energy really far of the sun, and it will get it will get yeah. to the sun, and then will like you know. I'll last you that fucker. Bit of energy. Um, Can't be that hard, can it? Yeah, well, that is one way of doing it. Yeah. Plug it in. Yeah. Plug it in. Plug it into the sun. (laughs) Get a three pin. Shit, man. Yeah, the earth is not plugged into the sun. Ah, that's where we've gone wrong. This is the fucking issue. Let's go plug it in, mate. (laughs) These fucking egghead scientists, they just don't realise you've got to plug back in. You've got to plug the plug back in. I mean, it is a big plug, to be fair. It's quite a large plug as plugs go, but it's still just a plug. You just got to plug it back in. The concept is exactly the same. Yeah. You get those three little things. You just scaled it up. Yeah. You just got to put yeah. it, the three pin, back in the hole in the sun where the energy. I mean, comes ultimately, from. that is what solar panels do. Solar panels yeah. are the the pins. Nah, yeah. fuck it. There's not enough time. You got to go right to the source. <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, man. So just needs a so siphon. I think mine sun. was quite standard. Oh, there was one My thing. My only concern is just I just don't think it's going to happen. I do. I, yeah, I I'm love pretty, the sound I'm of it. Worried. I'm all on board. Mm. I do I not think, think it will happen. Fuck. I don't think it, I, or it will happen, but it will happen way too slow and it will be too late. That's, be why, <clears> that's why I'm thinking taking the carbon out is the most important thing at this point. I mean, obviously, you've got to decarbonize, but there's not enough it's anymore. By time. You've got yeah. to. You've got to accept that we're think... not going to do it fast enough. So we need to be soon dragging billions of tons of carbon out. But then you get the issue of like you've got a billion, a billion tons of, of, of solid that was a gas. And you're like, well, where, where are you going to put it? A billion tons is a lot. <laughs> it's like you Drop just like created a massive, I mean, yeah. You you can find uses. But what is it good for? Is there any practical application for it's, that? It's it's all still being developed, a lot of it. Yeah. Do 
do you think um how much do you think you know at the start of lockdown um there were all these reports that carbon emissions have drastically they're the lowest they've been for decades yeah. and pollution's at its lowest and um did that do you think that had any sort of like is that an important thing? Do you think that'll it probably bought us like six months scheme? more time? Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's not good in the in the grand scheme. No. It's like a second. Yeah, it's it's very yeah, little. it's not good. I mean, a lot of it does depend on how, when we're going back up to doing more things again, how that is done. If it's like more fossils, then obviously that's not a good idea. But if it's more like green, then it kind of is a trigger that put us on a better loop. Um, yeah, I mean, basically, a lo- <laughs> it's very frustrating for everyone who isn't American, but what it boils down to is, is Donald Trump going to get reelected? Because if he gets reelected, that is it. There's no, that, that is it. There's no way that we will do enough in time to fix it with America not bothering so, I agree, which it brings me around to my earlier point that I made like five podcasts ago, <laughs> where we should just assassinate him. If he gets re-elected, <laughs> okay, if he gets re-elected, then we assassinate him. Let's not do it well, before. Yeah. I think that whoever gave him COVID, probably, I reckon it was some like intern at the White House oh, who like so. developed symptoms and they were like, oh shit, I better go home. And then they're like... Uh, Wait a minute. Let me just Wait, let, me let me just, just cough stick around in this general direction. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll go out. Uh, it be, didn't work unfortunately. I'll be so pissed off if America throw our chance as an entire civilization. Mm. I mean, is it that bad like when will it if so say Trump gets reelected, we, we yeah. just we we do nothing in like from from now until when it is too late, mm-hmm. we do nothing. Yeah. Like, when will shit really hit the fan and, like, humans just can't okay. live on this it's, year? It's well, like your grand. It will take right? a long time, yeah. But there's... The thing is, you get... So we have 11 years-ish, maybe 10 now, left to be on the correct trajectory. And the thing is, every second that we're not on the wrong trajectory, it gets harder to get on the right trajectory because you have to go do more effort. If we'd been at this stage in 2000... And we'd be like, oh, we should, we should probably do something. Then it would be like a really, like a much more relaxed, smooth curve down instead of being like everyone panicking and the world is on fire, quite literally in many respects. Um, and the, yeah. the thing is, it's like we have 10 years, you have a Trump presidency, takes us down to six years. And at that point, it's like did, there's too much because we're going up instead of down in terms of carbon. So there's just... Yeah. It's not good. And then... But for... We'll... But then the thing is, it's like... um, It's not like in 10 years' time, the world is on fire, we are all dead. It's not like that. It's like there's various mechanisms that the Earth is basically using naturally to kind of control the rising of temperatures... Um, so the first one was the sea, basically, just absorbed all the heat, so the sea warmed up. But now it's like the point where it can't absorb any more heat properly. So it's just like any heat it does absorb is just means it just expands and then the ice melts. Is That's a simplified argument to it. Um, 
Yeah. And you're also at the point where another really good natural source of keeping carbon is forests. And we've destroyed two-thirds, as has been widely publicised in the last couple of weeks, two-thirds of wild places since the 50s. And you're kind of at the point where you plant trees and they produce their own water, basically, if you have enough of them, which is kind of like... But then if you get less of them, then there comes a point where it can't... It's like a self-sustaining thing and eventually it can't sustain itself anymore. And they've been saying in the last week that, like, the like the Amazon, for example, is dangerously close from instead of being a rainforest at the equator where it's naturally hot, because you look at the Sahara on the other hand, and then it's like a, a savanna desert type thing instead. Mm. And so you kind of, you reach Shit. a point where it's like the ice all melts or the coral or in the ocean all dies or the rainforests are deforested enough that they become savanna slash desert. And it's like, what? then you, you reach one of these things and then you get set on a path of increasing carbon to hit another one and then you keep going on and on and on until it's basically like the centre of the earth, you can't live there. Nothing can survive anymore. Everyone's like pushed to the edges. And then the result of that is that... Oh, there's a lot of people living in the centre of the earth. Where are they going to go? They're not just going to be like, oh, well, I guess we'll sit here and die then. They're obviously going to yeah, migrate. Yeah. And <clears throat> as anyone who's been alive and vaguely following what's going on in the news for the last 10 years, we, we don't have an enormous amount of migration, but it's still quite large currently. And we're dealing with that really well. So it's like, yeah. we're doing such a great job. Great. And it's like, migration is, in partly, is something that is then is used by various people who want to get their own gain <coughs> to basically cause War. difficulties and wars. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, not just, it's not just yeah. the climate change that will get us. It's millions, billions of people fleeing from these regions that are either now underwater or desert or too hot or whatever, they they flee, they're refugees. They go to places where there aren't and they cause existing pressures there and you just get a total breakdown, basically, whilst this is all going mm. on in the background. So it's kind of like... So when, when, when do you think that's going to happen? Uh, if we continue. If we continue on this, like... Well, it's already happening. It's just going to get worse. Um, but when do you think it's going to be like the end times, like the real fucking? I mean, the like end. Nothing so is normal anymore. I, Total anarchy. I saw a thing, a documentary once, which was talking about this, and it was saying on our current trajectory that our grandchildren, when they grow up, um, like fertile land, will be a thing that wars are fought over. By the time yeah. that they are older, yeah, like that will just be normal. People like having a war over whose ground is good enough to grow crops on. Yeah. And that's like... <laughs> and, that's and, what? Yeah. 150 Jesus. years by the time our grandchildren are, like, old? It will be... So, I, think, I mean, it is, it is somewhat of a comfort the, that we'll be dead, but it's pretty yeah. depressing. I think it's about 2100, is the point. That's so when 80, shit will really hit the fan. Because at that point, the Earth is at a point where, due to a lot of factors you can't you're struggling to grow crops anymore you're getting crop failure because a lot of the animals 
that fertilize all the crops and a lot of the processes that fertilize the crops are dead so you can't really grow and you basically get <clears throat> dust gray dusty overheated center bits of the earth it's yeah it's pretty bleak. Yeah. <laughs> to be but if we place. if we go the right way then yeah then it's oh. you know it's better than it is now in theory yeah so god this is depressing i just think humans uh, humans will always fuck it like yeah. when have we ever done something right there is always going to be humans and they're always going to do it wrong yeah. because humans are so imperfect and infallible so that it just won't happen i'm yeah. just not confident in human progress as a whole to do the correct thing here because half the bloody like well not half the people in the world but a good amount of people in the world just won't care mm. yeah they make no difference to their lives and then we're fucked yeah <laughs> none of them took it seriously or couldn't be bothered or wanted to have 10 kids and eat all the meat every day of the week and it's like it does it it does sort of like pose the question that like human humans the our species like doesn't belong here because we should have that like that like part of our brains where we know to do the right thing to save our planet mm. i think i think humans on on a really small scale humans do but i think yeah on the scale that we're at now this is where like yeah, the population is, is just as big as it is i don't think any any animal ever belongs in its bill in its wait are we in billions yet we got billions of people on the earth yeah seven point eight seven point eight we don't there's no population you should have seven point eight billion people of I, I think know, do you think it's do you think it's just population or have we just evolved too fast it's uh, the issue is partly we've evolved too fast yes hundred percent but the <coughs> I think the problem is is yes because this is an issue. Like, animals are naturally inclined to be their number one priority deep, deep down is I've got to pass on my genes to the next generation. And to do that, I have to, like, not die, eat, sleep, have sex, etc. Um, and then we've kind of evolved to the point where, at least in the Western world, unfortunately not in the whole world yet, that those kind of, like, base things are no longer like a worry like you don't go to bed at night being like will i have my face ripped off by a lion it's just it's not a yeah. thing anymore so it's like we and we're we're good at like all animals we we've got those instincts that i need to protect myself but the issue is this is not necessarily a thing that can always be explained and rationed away as oh into your like base emotions of like i need to protect myself it's like a bigger thing than that and that's the issue. Is you've got to try and think broader on a more evolved scale, to be honest, because you have to think not only about yourself, but about people living now who you don't know and therefore don't massively care about necessarily on a deep level. And also billions of people who have not yet been born. So it's kind of like a different level of survival thinking kind of mm. shit 
it's pretty depressing to be honest this is why i try and not think <laughs> yeah. about it too much. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, yeah. it is depressing but again it's one i mean of those it's things like you can you can be sad and depressed about it and you can be i guess i'm probably a bit too defeatist and saying i think we fucked it but that's not going to get me anywhere so yeah. why not be hopeful why not believe that the human race can do it because if no one believes, we definitely won't. But all it will take is the right people to believe and maybe we have a chance. What if humans laid eggs? All right then, there we go. That's uh, that's the October edition. <laughs> oh, no. Weren't we going to do like horror stories for our Halloween edition? Well, no, it's not our last October edition because it's the beginning that, of October. Yeah, and we so have we're aspirational try and get one. plans. Good good remembering though, we've got to do spooky podcasts next time. So our our promise is by for October, the end of October for Halloween, we're going to do a spooky, ooky spooky edition. Ooky spooky podcast. Shit your pants. (laughs) I probably will. Jack, you're fucked. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to hate every second of it. (laughs) This will be fun. We'll do it in the dark. Oh Oh, Christ. Okay. Not that that'll make a difference to you listening, but no. it'll make me sound right, so um I've I've been Sam. I've been Jack. And I've been Tim. And you can find this podcast um probably on Jack's Instagram. Uh you find it on my grinder as usual. Um <laughs> I think you might maybe find it on like a little label in Sam's underwear. You know, the ones that you like sew into your clothes when you lose it. Um, maybe like a little bit of paper uh, that's thrown in the back seat of Jack's incredibly filthy car. It's not that yeah, it's filthy. Disgusting, fine, disgusting vehicle. It's not it's the worst at all. I've ever seen. <laughs> it's really it's you guys truly filthy. <laughs> What if humans laid eggs? What if humans laid eggs? What if humans laid eggs?